We've lost Ascot. We possibly might lose Haydock. Hopefully not, fingers crossed. Kirkland, get that kettle out, buddy. But it's just me at the minute. We need some other guys here to talk racing with me. Andy Cummins is here. Hello, Andy. Hey, Chris. What racing are we going to talk about? That's the big question. Yeah, that's the big question. Haydock's gone as well, isn't it, really? Well, I hope not. The prospect for me, Kirkland today, just made me feel a little depressed. But Kirkland, I think, has given up. And he shouldn't do because, actually, the the temperature's rose enough tonight and during the day-to-day to melt... I think the problem will be Friday night anyway when it's going to get down to the poor, lads, the poor lads work to the bone. There's racing there every other day. He's probably yeah, just looking for a day off at this rate. He's probably out shoveling snow on the track himself to try and get the day off. <laughs> I think he probably is. Um, Andy's here. Double green Steve's here. Stephen. How are we doing, guys? Stephen's really happy at the minute because Spurs are beating my team City. Well, mixed emotions, mate. Mixed emotions. They'll find a way. Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal are home and dry now, aren't they? Arsenal are going to run away because City just don't look like they're capable of doing anything right. at the moment. But anyway, nice to be back, boys. You boys have been embarrassing me every week by starting the show. So nice carrying week. the flag, Steve. At least yeah, you got no. the laptop back. That's the main thing. No, you've been fantastic in my absence. Declan is on the screen. Hello, Mr. Declan Carroll. All right, lads. How are you? Yeah. All good. We're all good here. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've. I was listening some... to your uh, Ecuadorian there, Deck, before the. Oh, did you yeah. have a listen? Yeah. Chris made a comment. Listen, are you? Hey. <laughs> so I got, I got an extra. Yeah. I'm going to allow it, Declan. I'm going to allow yeah. it. Yeah, Jesus. What would the What would the returns be? If a hundred oh. quid to spend on a Heinz in each way, Heinz. What's it? You did an eighty-nine and a third cent. Each way Ecuadorian, by the way. Unbelievable. What way is splitting the stakes there? It's going to be in the hundred thousands if Declan comes in. We might as well just close the competition now. If that came in, it's in the millions. They wouldn't pay it. Yeah, they wouldn't actually. Sixty-six to one. There's half a million next payout with these fuckers in there. I think is that all right? Oh, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't yeah. pay it. Andy will tot it up there. Do what? Well, yeah, I don't well, have Andy the prices. I can remember. Like... I can try. Hold on. I think I remember the horses. I'll, I'll pop them in for you. You're six to one. I know we have. Well, Go on, anyway. You keep speaking. I'll, I'll do it up for you now. Right, you six to six to one. Right, six you had one. I, I won't name your horses, Deck. Just tell me what races they were in again. Yeah, the Ballymore was the first yeah, one. Yeah, four, fourteen to one in the Ballymore. Okay. Don't even give them the prices. The listeners need to watch this. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll name. The, I'll need. I'll, I'll name the prices after. Right, the gold cup. The horses. We had the gold cup. Gold right, cup. Okay. Tens. Stop naming no, them. It was 12s. 12s. No, the prices are all right. The prices are all right. They listen if they know the prices. That's true. Yeah. So you had Ballymore 14s, Gold Cup yeah. 12s. Uh-huh. You had Ryanair 25s. Ryanair, Ryanair, Ryanair. Where, where was you getting 12s on Statler? Ah! Ah. <laughs> um, where is he? Okay. I'm on 365 here, so you're actually only getting the prices. Yeah, right. that's what we've been using. What else you got? You had the RSA, didn't you? Or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's the RSA. The festival novices. The RSA 66 to 1. The Turners was 3 to 1. You're only getting 40s here. They're, they're screwing you. Um, and the Turners, right? Um, and then that's a five fold. You've won more. What um, 
I had the Gold Cup. Oh, the Bartlett, the Bartlett, I missed the Bartlett. Bartlett, 12s, I 14, 12s, I 14. Yeah, it was 12, 12, yeah. With, with, three, with 3, 6, 5, now to find 100 quid, that's the problem. It's an, eight, it's an 87 cent each way, Heinz, I think. 87 cent, what's my stake for 87 cent? No, it's not, it's 87, it's 87 pound, 87 pence, doing it in, in British pounds. Hold on. What are we talking? Ten What's million. Stake, stake fifty-seven. No, yeah. No, that's that. You can have a bit more than that. You can have a euro. No, you can have more than a euro. You can have a euro thirty. No, you can have a bit yeah. more than that. Euro really? sixty. Euro seventy. Euro eighty. Oh no, not quite a euro eighty. You can have a one euro seventy. A one euro seventy-five cent Heinz. Okay. But what okay. doesn't tell me doesn't tell me the return stake if I do it at the fuckers. Well, look. Put it this way. Put it. Put it this way. The sixfold is holy fuck. The sixfold. Hold on. How many numbers is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven. It's a seven point three million to one again. Wow. <laughs> okay. And I have to give it to charity. Yeah. yeah, Declan, you've got this competition by the bollocks. Like that's all I can say. <laughs> seven seven million three hundred and eighty seven thousand three hundred and seventy nine to one sixfold. Wow. Can at. I keep the three hundred grand? Well, unfortunately not. It's, these aren't going to be placed on you. You have to do them yourself, but Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think they'd pay you out. That's the thing, but um, they came in. You just need one or two of them and you're leading the competition. Simple as that. Yeah, double would be nice, yeah. The 66-to-1 yeah, shot with the 25-to-1 yeah. shot. The competition will be should... over by quarter to two on the on the Tuesday, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> we should just mention to everybody who's listening, we have got some videos coming out on Monday next week. They are Cheltenham Antipost Charity... Um, tipping videos. I'm still to record with Stephen. Stephen's going to get back to me, hopefully, aren't you, Steve, about recording? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've got a real yeah, good look. I've got about three, but... Can I already tell Steve's about it? Steve's going to have Soul Royale, Blue Lord, Harry uh, Pass. He's got Bristol to my this weekend. Zarak the Brave, even though he's got a number one bet there, haven't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. I just just sat saying in my head was telling me to go and back start backing only so I got tens. It's fucking five to one. Mm. Um, I'm not backing that five to one each way. Um, so we've recorded with quite a few of us this week, um, and last week as well. The the videos are coming out on Monday. I'll be recording with a few other people in the coming weeks um to get these all out. They'll be coming out every day at 9 a.m. from Monday. Um just some nice 10 minutes, 15 minutes anti-post videos. Um, for charity, and we've all done it. If they win, we've got a hundred pound being donated to charity of any of the guest choices. Um, some charities are really close to the hearts, and some people who, you know, charities, uh, you know, sticking to the injured jockey funds, who are a fantastic charity for all the jockeys out there as well. Um, we have, we're going to start tonight because we've, we've obviously lost Ascot boys, which is not a desperate crying shame, is it? In a sense, with. Um, I actually had a few fans in Alaska. Yeah, you had a few fans. I'm just going to call it for what it is, though. It's it's the world's most overrated track. Mm. It changed the ground changes on a dime, and it's only it's probably only popular because it's in the Queen's back or the what the King's back garden now. Is yeah. there? I don't know. Probably yeah, the King true. probably doesn't even know it exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like the the ground changes on a dime, and I look there's there's a lot of things you could do with the Clarence House. Like I put on Twitter, you could. Run at Exeter on Tuesday or Warwick next week as well. It's not going to happen because that would be mm. too logical. But they'll wait until next Saturday when you know. 
just on another Cheltenham card, but it is a yeah. pity because I actually looked like a pretty decent guard at Ascot on, on Saturday. Still Drink. overrated track, though. Do, do you know what the most annoying thing is? You get... I know it'll go from the new course to the old course, but like Ascot throws up, one of them can win at Ascot, like what we seen last year. Like, But if you're running at Cheltenham, you're going back to Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah. You know, the trip is the same. The trip is like there's probably... There, there could be nearly two furlongs in the di- in the difference between Ascot and Cheltenham over two months. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely four long and a half. Yeah, it's a shame we've lost Ascot in a sense. Um, a little disappointing with them three entries in the uh, Clarence House, but we'll digress and we'll move on from that. We, I, I don't, don't know whether we're going to get. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't, like I've said this before on here, I don't get too up on field sizes because in top class races in Ireland, you know, we've had small fields a lot, like, but three variation in Britain, the grade ones, piss poor, like, especially with all the complaints about prize money, like, you could just turn up and, and hack around and... Well, there was Plasma down to seventh place, wasn't there, Jack? And yeah, like... Uh, fifth now, or fourth, yeah. Now, I don't really agree with, like, Oh, people talk about the old champion hurdles of 20 runners in the field, but half of them shouldn't have been there and they're only getting in your way, getting in the way of good yeah. horses. But like, I don't know, Britain is fixated on field sizes also. Now, it's fucking yeah. shy on a Tuesday in a handicap there's three runners. That's a load of bollocks. But like, I, I don't mind the grade one with small fields. Yeah, they're not yeah. necessarily yeah. supposed to have big fields. It's supposed to be the best of the best. Exactly. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like handicaps, it's a different story. Like six going to post for a Peter Marsh for a fuck's sake. Oh, that is a, that's not that's not good. That's not that's where you want that's where you want the back field. Even last year with Royal Pagel wasn't nothing like yeah. that, was it? She had a big field, but you sit with the great ones, obviously you're gonna get if you are inferior to something like an Ergamine and mm-hmm. you finish with an offence, you're gonna you're gonna end up with twelve stone in the ground annual, aren't you? So yeah, well, look, that's, that's, that's why they're not running. Well, well, you don't have a sensible handicap, or it'll happen. Like, yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking about taking my kids on a on a class trip down to Cheltenham and becoming handicappers for the day. You think they'll do a better job? Are you allowed outside of Wigan? Hey, well, no, I'm not actually. My curfews doesn't. Can you go on? Can you well, go on? Well, the case strike is still ongoing. We're bringing kids anywhere while that case is still ongoing. I'm still looking into this this uh, strike thing in March, but. If anybody from work's watching now, you are you haven't heard what I'm about to say anyway, so I should leave it at that. <laughs> uh, right. Um, obviously, we don't know whether Haydock's going to take place at the moment. Um, the inspection is at 12 tomorrow. The first race we are going to look at is the Peter March, which is a very disappointing six entries. And then we've got a, a grade B handicap hurdle at Navan on Saturday, which does look a, a very nice handicap hurdle, in fact. And then we've got two novice chase, uh, a novice chase and a chase um, horse and jockey at Thurlers on Sunday, which we'll also have a look at. But let's go into, before we get into the race, let's just have a look at some of the questions that have come in this week from some of our listeners, your Cheltenham questions. Anyway, um, we've got a first one. I, I've not I've failed this week to screenshot these, but we'll go through them. Wayne Adams was the first one who commented this week, and he thought... <laughs> Thoughts on French Dynamite, Ryanair or Handicap Roop? I think he could be a great shout in the Ryanair. Much better back at his preferred trip. Andy, do you want to tackle that one? Yeah, well, we're going to learn a lot about him on Sunday, aren't we? He's going to run into Kinloch Bray. 
or the, or the horse and jockey chase. He's a little bit defined on the book, but he's a young horse and he's an improving horse. Um, I know they'll go down the Ryanair route with him. He's a Ryanair horse all day long. At a race I've always said has lended itself to handicap form until Alaho came around. But like you even look at Alaho, like he's he, he's fluffed his lines a few times on a seasonal reappearance. Um, he was good on it last year, but look, he's had an uninterrupted prep, and he's going to want to be. He's want to go. He's want to be going to be close enough to his best to win the Ryanair. Um, like he could get caught out if he's if he's not quite if he's only just about ready for it. He could very easily get caught out. Um, everything about his price suggests that everything's not right, doesn't it? Everything about his price suggests he's no longer yeah. with us. It should be four or seven, not like, yeah. four. Yeah, um, like he, he, as I said, he could be up on Willie's mantelpiece. Down, they they say a prayer from every night before they go to bed. Um, yeah. We don't we don't know. Um, and look, I think there's <clears throat> he's there to be shot at. If he if he makes the race, I don't I don't care at this stage. He, if we haven't seen him, if he makes the race, he's going to set the market. Um, as he's an older horse, like he's what he's what he's turned nine, has he? Or is he? Yeah. He's nine year old. Yeah, he's nine, nine now. Yeah. So. Look, everything's gone wrong for him. There's a lot of value to be had in the in the purgatory race on Thursday. Uh, French Dynamite is one of many horses that is good value. I would have, I would follow that Paddy Power Chase form very closely. Um, I think French Dynamite and Gala, if they both rocked up in the Ryanair, would have serious chances both of them. Thanks very much, Ander. Um, the next question I'm going to throw to Declan because uh, this is one that I think that you need to tackle, yes, uh, Declan. Jason Kinsella sent in, I'm all for a bit of healthy competition, but I'm really not a fan of the whole Ireland versus England undertone that the festival has taken on, and it has slightly mm -hmm. spills over to other meetings if a good Irish horse goes over for top-level big race or Irish handicap. What's your thoughts on it, Deck? No, I, I'm not a massive fan on it either it was a bit of crack like it was a bit of crack when an Irish horse went the one in Britain because we sold we, we sold all our horses to Britain like there wasn't all the good horses left so you might have gone to Cheltenham years ago with one chance two chances really like or there was an Irish banker of the meeting that's not really there anymore and you know it, it was good crack then when you got an Irish winner but it's it's gone a bit sour I think because uh like you lads can't have the crack the same. You've no charm about you, like you know. So <laughs> when you're getting involved with that rivalry, like there's fucking sixty million people over there or something. We've five million people. Just let us have a bit of crack, like you know what I mean? Do you mean yeah. mean no malice? Like it's just know? illegal immigrants. It's it's <laughs> not, it's it was a bit of fun when we had like it was a bit of crack to go and have a winner. You went there with an Irish banker before social media and people in Britain didn't watch Irish racing. Like before you had the racing channels and British people wanted to know what the Irish banker was and people from Ireland went over and had their absolute bollocks on this good thing. The one horse that wasn't sold, that doesn't happen anymore. So mm. you have this stupid rivalry on social media and people are just like, you can't follow this sport like football. You can't nail your colours to the mast and support the team because you lose money. You have to pick, like, it's it's all right to back an argument on, it's all right to fancy an argument on Saturday and fancy mm. Edward Stone in March. You're like, yeah. well, people can't get their heads around that anymore. They have to support the team. 
And if you want to support the team in this game, you will lose your bollock big time. Yeah, you know that's what happens with Charlton anti post now, isn't it? Really, on, yeah, especially yeah. on Twitter, everyone like you, you, you get you catch a twenty-five to one shot that's now eight to one, and it's almost like you're not allowed to use your brain anymore. You have to, you have to stick on the yeah. You, you, you nail your colours to the mast, mm. but in this game, you have to pick the horse who has the best chance of winning on any given day. You can't go and back a good ground horse because you love him. Look, we all have our cliff horses. That's fair enough. Usually my cliff horses are rated around fucking 88 or 90. Like, you know. <laughs> Man, you know, 60, Declan. So. You know, when you, you, know you fall in love with a horse. Because like, I never you know. win. <laughs> yeah. But, like, people just, they follow teams. And, and that's not what racing is about. You will lose money if you're going to follow a team. I follow Willie Mullins. I follow, I follow Nicky Henderson. But it doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. you need to do a bit more thinking, especially if you're spending money. If you're putting money down, fucking forget about it. If you don't want to punt and you just like a stable, fair enough. You just want to see them do well. That's your thing, yeah. Who the fuck does that like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We all have our bollocks on things from now, to get, now, and, now and again. Like, you know, so... I, I, the rivalry's gone a bit. The press free cups a lot of bollocks, really. You know, France aren't even in it. They could get more winners than fucking Britain this year. You know, if Kerry Bryan came over, Britain could finish fourth. Like they're not in it either. Um, it happens if you split up the press free cup and had it Ireland versus Carlo versus England. Who do you think would win? Carlo. It probably would be Carlo, would it? Because yeah. he was only Willie was only one winner. He was he was basically one gallop and the champ fall away from winning the Presby Cup on his own mm. last year. <laughs> so. it, 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 you know, it, it was it was good. It was a bit of crack when we sold all our horses. You know, mm. they were always produced here, and you went and before social media, and there was an Irish banker, and British people didn't watch Irish racing, and they wanted to know who the Irish banker was, and the thing it. it fucking punt the ears off this thing and, and hack up like you know like imagine going there with an Istabrak for the Sun Alliance like oh yeah you know, wow. now yeah. this thing was an absolute good thing nobody Weapon, even yeah. knew what colour it was but those days are gone and you just have this stupid rivalry now and yeah it's a fucking nonsense really yeah true buddy Thanks, Dick. Thanks for covering that. Um, we'll come to Steve next for this next question. He's probably a little bit downhearted, Steve, after Spurs were 2-0 up and now they are losing 3-2 within 15 <laughs> minutes. Since he has <laughs> had three goals, he's going to be very, very upset, Steve. Uh, well, I suppose it cuts the gap on Arsenal, doesn't it? So. Of course it does. Uh, well, next question, Steve. I'll throw this one to you. Um, chances of protector out in the, in the Gold Cup, if he didn't hit the last fence badly last year, he stays on to be second and a lot closer. I know that Andy mentioned that Protectorat was one of the, you know, one that you could take out, you know, like eye catcher in the couple last couple of weeks. Um, Excuse me. Steve, are you with that, Steve? I can't have him personally. Um, I don't knock him as much as the other boys. I think, I think like we all get our, we all get something in our head about a certain horse every week. And I know Andy's not really a fan. And as a yeah, really that, to, um, sorry to cut you off, Steve. Did you just say I had him as an eye catcher, Chris? I'm sure you said that he was. No, I'm gonna to have to. I'm gonna to have to clear my name here. I've nothing to do with that horse. I'm nothing to do with him. Anyway, sorry, Steve. Go ahead. I think oh, the fact he beat he beat a very very well past it native river in the mud at Liverpool when he was there, sort of on the eye was was exceptional. It was his first time up to three miles from. I think he'd been running the Paddy Paddy Power or the Caspian them sort of races. He won, he won the entry, and obviously didn't he quite well just the year before. But I think for someone like me who's an, who's a massive native river fan, I. 
I lumped him that day because of the ground only. We thought, well, he's absolutely gone past him. He's put 30 lengths between them. And, and then Native River running the Welsh National a couple of weeks later was pulled up. So the form was never, ever that strong for me. But what I will say in his favour, I think if he was to get an absolute mud bath of a Gold Cup, he would it would definitely bring him into the reckoning. Um, yeah. Was it good Good to soft last year? He ran a good race, didn't he? But um, Yeah. He, he's not a Gold Cup winner for me. If he got bottomless ground, then there might be a – it could be a different story. But I think it, seriously testing ground is what he wants yeah. to to come in, to come up against the others and to make it in a, a level playing field. Just a, uh, that question was from Carl Lewis, I should say. Uh, Dave Diaz commented as well. Another one for you, Steve, this one. But Gilino Bello being rerouted to the Stayers hurdle. Wise move, do you think that would Gilino Bello? Uh, anything regarding the stars is probably a wise move now, seeing that Florian Paul was 50 50. But when you see 50 50, you probably you can probably add another 20% of that to the negative mm, side because right. I, I'd be surprised now. But we got eight, ten weeks. Um, I'm not sure where uh, Virginia Bella is in the market, or but it's certainly a more open race now. Good. You can have horses like Paisley Park. <laughs> They're back oh. in the reckoning from nowhere, like back from oh, the yeah. dead. I'm gonna be a Scrooge here. Go on. That he has no chance. Right, what age is he now? Eleven. And he's won has one stairs hurdle in what four attempts? And he's got he's gonna improve with eleven. Or he's gonna like you're he'd want Everton like in Ireland to underperform by about a stone to even get placed, I'd say. So that's in, 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 that's in my there. opinion anyway. Is Classical Dream still second best that we'd be favourite now? Would he Classical or...? Well, look, look the, the answer is staring us in the face, isn't it? Like, home by the lay is... He should probably be about two to one. Never got yeah, like, if, if you go back to his Galmoy run, you know, and, and watch him, watch him in the stairs last year, watch him when Florham Porter kicked because he, because Danny slowed her up and turned it into a dash. Like that's what he done. He stacked them all up, and and home by the lee doesn't have that turn of foot. But watch where he is at the line. He was only beating six lengths, and he was I don't know jumping the last. He might have been twelve lengths down. But JJ ignored Danny at Leopardstown, and just went by him when Danny tried to stack him up. And, JJ's and that, been getting at him a little bit earlier though, hasn't he? He's been rounding him up. He, he he just he just stayed wide and went by when Danny tried to slow it up. He ignored him. And, and didn't let the horse look at Florian Porter and went by him. And then it was too late for Danny. But mm. but watch the stairs back again last year. Watch where he is when they jumped the last and watch where he is at the Lion. He was never going to win a sprint once Danny stacked them all yeah. up. Like, he's just not going to do that. But his form is solid. The Galmoy, you know, um, and then the, watch the run in the stairs. It should be upgraded. He's won the Liz Mullen hurdle. Uh, yeah. He's won at Christmas. That form is rock solid. Hmm. And he's right, he should be shorter. What price That's is far, he? He's about four or five. five, five to before, one. Before, the, before the Florian Porter news, I've not checked since. So. Did we answer the Gelino Bello question? Sorry, I probably cut you off. I think no, Steve. You said he had no chance that you were talking about Paisley Park, wasn't you? He's worth it. Like, he's worth to go, Gelino Bello, isn't he? Like, he beat Gentleman at Arms at Aintree, but like that form, you wouldn't be, yeah, you wouldn't be jumping over the counter to back him. Um, he's not going to be winning any chases. Look, to have a go, like the the, the stairs hurdle, like we we're talking about grade ones having huge fields, but 
that that could literally you could get balloted out of the stairs hurdle because that's going to have a max field. Like there's what who are you afraid of? Like Florian Porter's turning up, like you know limping into the race. Classical Dream probably won't run. Um, like home by the day he should be a favorite and he's he's the formidable opponent but like you wouldn't be losing sleep over him like he should be favorite and he's rock solid mm-hmm. but like he's not a he's by no means a superstar so you know and blazing Bla- 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 sure is he is he alive is he is he, is he, is he Bla- still no no yeah. somebody somebody who gets paid to do it tipped him up for a chase at Cheltenham. Mm, really? <laughs> yeah a female oh, gets paid, tipped oh, okay. it up for the RSA, to tip him up for the RSA. Now, technically, you know, he is eligible. He's not he's yeah. not entered, though, is he? Those entries are out, aren't they? Shout out to Gordon Oates, who's just subscribed to us on YouTube. So, big up, Gordon. If you're watching this and you're not subscribed to us, hit that subscribe button. Um, we're on our quest to 1,000 likes. We'll get there eventually. Um, Declan, next one I want to come to you, mate, is... Well, there's a comment here from Mike Coulthard that we should just probably just mention. Um, Deck Carroll was particularly good. The more booze, the better the show. None of this cliche-filled shite. That's not a question, that's a statement. No, that, we, I, I, I that, we, we, we may as well just massage Declan's ego here because I'll tell you what now, Deck, that, that month long that you waited for the king of PRs to come out, buddy. Well, just where you reminded me, Chris. Well, well, you're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> There's you. nothing like fucking tipping winners and you can barely say our own name, is there? <laughs> that's, true. that's true. I will come to this one with you, Declan, though. Hip Hop Conte. This is from... Barry Murphy, although his name is oh, TBMPT, yeah. oh, yeah. Hip Hop Conte, is he good enough to beat Delta Work after that uh, French victory? Did you actually see you, it? Definitely? You just don't know, don't you? I think that was, mm. it was a, re- I know Pell have a really, really big race around now, probably worth fucking fortune. I don't know if that's the race. Yeah, that's the, that's, yeah, it's a big race, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's the race he won, but he's only a six-year-old and we've seen it with Easy Zan before like you know you don't know what these things Do you remember they used to say um they, they used to say oh the french kept their best horses at home did they fuck they so caught those star like you know but yeah. like these things who are specialists a six are all jumping the banks you know like delta work was gone at the game he's just better than the rest of them but like a delta work who was going to win a gold cup he only scraped home at Punchestown, didn't he? Who, who did he beat? Yeah. You know, like, so if this thing, is he in the betting? If he's in the betting, have a go. I don't know whether he's... I've not actually looked myself that. No, I'm not sure. I, I don't know whether to talk about going, but you just don't know what these things from France. And they yeah. are specialists. Delta Work's not a specialist. He's just been schooled over the banks and he's better than what's in the division. So, um, a six-year-old, you, you'd have to take no. You'd definitely have yeah. to take no. Yeah, terrible name though. Hip hop content, yeah. Shocking, shocking. They love the novels, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. He's yeah. out of yeah. content, yeah. man. You have to use yeah. either Conti Desobo or Demonil or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you hmm. can say whatever you want, but you need to put this in the name. Yeah. <laughs> the last question that I want to come to you, Andy, with is it's about you anyway. Um, yeah, it is Wayne Adams, who's a follower of, of mine, now a follower of the podcast. 
loves it. I think you've probably answered this on oh, I answer, I yeah, you replied I to him. He mm. asked, when is your book due out? Because Andy produces a, a Cheltenham book every year. Uh, when is the book due out, Andy? If you fancy yeah. it, Andy's probably going to tell you a little bit more mm. about it now. When is the book due out? Yeah, that's a good question, Chris. No, I'm only joking. I'm working on it now. Um, I need the handicap entries. I'll probably like I'll bring it out sometime around when the weights come out. Usually, um, that's when I'll finish it off. Um, so we'll be talking probably sometime in February. Um, yeah. and I'm looking forward to. It. I really enjoy writing it. I usually do it for myself, and then if other people want to read it, go ahead. It won't charge it. Won't cost you anything. You can make a donation to charity, maybe on my behalf or something. If you if you do enjoy it and find a few winners, but. Um, yeah, no, it'll be around idea. February. Just keep an eye on the podcast and my own Twitter page. I'm, I'll send it on by email. Cheers. Thank you very much, Andy. Um, that's great, buddy. That brings us to the end of our Cheltenham questions. We have got four races that we're going to try and, you know, peruse through together um, now. Um, the first one that we're going to look at, if you're all ready, boys, is the Peter Marsh at Haydock on Saturday. Hopefully this goes ahead. You never know, though with Kirkland. He tells you one thing and then takes you away with another. But look who's here again. Bristol de May is there in the betting at 3-1, to one, but the favourite is Fonte Collange for Venetia and Charlie. Empire Steel for Sandy Thompson, who's in a great vein of form there, um, who has Ryan Marnier on board there at 5. Dr Kananga for Ben Clark, who's a trainer, who I really do have a lot of time for. I think he's a trainer who's going to really improve over the next few years uh, if he gets the ammunition, that is. Stuart Colthard as Cooper's crossing there. And then the aeroplane man himself, Harry Skelton and Dan Skelton with the... <laughs> what was the Premier League club that you compared Darren Yates' to um, Declan on the post? Um, is it Newcastle? Oh, yeah. No, it was Chelsea, no. wasn't it? It was Chelsea, yeah. yeah, yeah it was Chelsea, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that, spent an absolute fortune on him. He's still performing like he was from yeah. his models for the last 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that post, check out our Twitter, Declan and Andy combined to do a few comments about like Premier League clubs and how they compare in horse racing, which was very amusing. I think that was back on Monday or, or Sunday night, something like that. I would peruse through that if you fancy it. Betty coming across there as Fontaine Collange at the favourite, Stephen. Um, Steve, do you would you consider yourself um, a Fonte Colange man? Or, no, I don't think you are because the double green stays in here, isn't he, with the Bristol de Mays? He's, what's he now, 12 going on Buddy old boy and he's got nothing to prove. Um, we've, got, we've got an older one in here as well, Black Lion. Um, yeah. Four four eight, 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 eight. Eight. It's a veteran's chest. <sighs> Neil. <Neither. laughs> well, it pretty much is, isn't it, really? But leaving mm. Black Lion, he's 14, he's got some CV in he. Yeah. His last big win was like the last, the last flingy one here in 2021. We beat Narvin and the two amigos who won the Welsh National this year. He's been full for Aintree in the National. He's been six in the National. He's won a Beecher. I think he even won the RSA, didn't he? He's a novice with uh, Nigel Squiss and Davies, Davies had him. So. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Skelton seems to win everything on a Saturday, you probably, you probably wouldn't rule him out even though he's a 91 shot, the rag of the field. But... Um, Bristol have made the same, really. Absolute legend. Like, 12 years old, he's owes no one anything. But he was getting beaten in these veteran races last year. I think he got beat at Lingfield in one of them, you know, when he was doing their bonus races last year. Um, I always had him a bit down as a bit of a flat track bully. Um, I remember that year he came to win the Gold Cup two out, didn't he? It was like the shock, I got the shock of my life. Um, he came there two out, went clear, and luckily enough, um, Albert Photo and Hannibal Fly come back and sort of beating but um 
I never had him down as a as a winner of a gold cup, but yeah, he yeah. nearly he nearly made me uh, put a bit of egg on my face. But um, it's a poor winner, wasn't it? Was it was it Royal Pagal last year won this? He did. Uh, last, yeah, last year was it? Yeah, he did beat Sam Brown, didn't he? Or yeah, was it? Talk, talk Sam's lunch money. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. his Boy, second man. time winning this by Pagal. Yeah. Dr. Kananga, the only thing I know about Dr. Kananga was he was he was the uh, he was the baddie in Live and Let Die uh, with Roger Moore in the Bond film. Um but he's an eleven to two sharp. Um but yeah, Chris Fontaine Colange, I think eleven to uh, five to two, very boring, but he looked good when he won here uh, the time before last. He looked good at Lingfield the time before that. Yeah. Um <sighs> Going around Kempton, I suppose, going a different way could be a slight excuse, but uh, it's got a good weight, 10 stone 9. Uh, Venetia and Charlie on a Saturday, always worth following. And I'm guessing if it falls out, it'll be their sort of ground as well, won't it? Uh, it'll be quite testing. Yeah. So, heavy, heavy, me, heavy, definitely. Yeah, you're not going to get Rich following me, but I think that for me, I'd, I would go with a favourite, Chris. Cheers, mate. Um, Declan, we'll come to you next. Um, who is favourite? Bristol May. No, it's actually Fontaine Colange at the moment. They're vying for yeah. favouritism anyway. Yeah, look, I suppose Bristol Lemoy, he 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 won here last year off 159. And he's off 154 today. You, I, I know he, he is 12 now, but you don't always come down that quick in, in Britain near, like, you know, he won off of 159. So I don't know what he went up to after that, but he's down to 154. I suppose he goes 76. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to run in the gold cup um, <laughs> no fucking choice get into that gold cup you can't you um, <laughs> he double green yeah look he loves it here He, you know so he, you'd, you'd have to give him a chance he, I suppose you'd be brave this, this gold cup as a layer yeah but it's the it's the Peter Whittle gold cup isn't it uh, Peter um, Peter Marsh <laughs> Peter Marsh. You know, was who's going, the who are the marshes? Because there's a Simon Marsh race on the card as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Who, who, who are the marshes? I, I've no idea. Andy will have a look into it now. No, I, I had this. This this race is named after the Aussie Paralympian athlete and table tennis player who competed at three Paralympic Games and won two bronze medals in the 1970s. <laughs> Very good of the Haydock to name a race after him. Well, here he we was, are. It, it, was it was it was Tommy Whittle who played the saxophone, was it? Tommy Whittle yeah, was the that, saxophone player, yeah. yeah. And, and Roland Merrick was the bishop. Roland yes. Merrick was the Archbishop of Bangor in Wales during the 15th <laughs> yeah. or possibly the 16th century, can't remember. But not only we are we a radio you know. podcast, but we are also an educational podcast. Get your history lessons here, there's, boys. There's some contradictions. Like, like, I think it's named after the Aussie Paralympian, but it could also be named after the British social scientist who was born in 1950 and was a British academic in the fields of sociology. It, it, was, it was, was the Paralympian, work. 100%. I think it was, I think it was the Aussie yeah. Paralympian, yeah. Died, died. <laughs> 10 years ago well, two, um, two, double bronze medal winner <laughs> the list continues anyway yeah, look I, I you know to Bristol and May uh, and be great to see him win wouldn't it you know yeah, yeah. he's mm. been a good old servant to be fair to him and as Steve said like he, he did he was coming to fuck him in the golf cup boy he was fucking cacking himself that day Imagine him being a I'd never watch the race again. So I'm glad um, I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, oh, fucking hell, remember? <laughs> Imagine it. Oh, then COVID happened. He nearly won a gold cup and fucking caused COVID. Um, 
I, I'd probably say the Empire still though. He's in here off 143. He was second yeah. off 140 in, in November 21. And he was he was second here. Um he, he, so he ran well here. But he was second at Kelso of 146 in May last year. Uh I think it was Potterman who beat him. There was only four runners that day, so this this could suit him like we're only the six runners, two fallers, and he's back to that race at Kelso. So um I was actually looking forward to getting me teeth into this, but I was scrolling down the card and all of a sudden I was finished. I thought fucking racing post wasn't loading any further. I'm not losing fucking connection here. It won't go down any further. Yeah. Um but yeah, probably be the Empire still for me. I remember um who was it on the bar stewards who put him up as the nap for the role of Merrick uh, on thingy, but it didn't he didn't run. Was oh, it John? Not, it was John, wasn't it? It was John did. He put up Empire State. But John, John knows his onions, so... Yeah, he does. That gives me a bit of confidence. Um, Andy's enjoying a bit of a... bit of a domestic happening there, but um, what's your thoughts on this one, Andy? I'd have actually really fancied the bottom weight Copper's Cross, but he's six pounds wrong at, at the... You know, he's he's a 128 horse that has to run off 134, and the Coltard, he's decided to... You know, they've kept it in the family and decided not to claim off him, which is wild. Um, yeah, especially in this ground, off this, off this, of this low weight, because like, you know, like he would have probably been, he would have been close enough to being in the weights because he made a bad mistake against Manella Drama a Musselburgh, and it, I don't know if it cost in the race. I think Manella Drama would have won anyway, but he would have been a lot closer than he was. Um, and his first time cheek pieces, like it did, just perk me up. But I think he's priced accordingly. If he was getting claimed off, I would have fancied him a lot more. You know, there's there's some decent claimers that that you know that could have kind of nullified them being out of the weights of it. Um, yeah, I can I can actually you can make an argument for kind of all of these. You know, um, even Black Lion at the age of fourteen is, you know, he he, he could nearly go into the shops and buy a buy a nagging of vodka at this stage. Um, like, but you know, I suppose since his win at Haydock, his win at uh, over that three and a half miles. He he's been in and out. He's probably old age, probably catching up with him. Uh, Fontaine Colon obviously is the what you can't call him an up and comer. He's he is an eight year old, but beating the big breakaway at Haydock, it's probably the best recent form on offer. Um, obviously with the big breakaway winning so or not winning but running so well at, in the Welsh National, uh, he's probably the one I'd be with by default. Um, although the the fan of me does kind of want to see Bristol Demoy go and win, but. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But if if I was going strictly on the form book, Fontaine Colange's uh, win over the big breakaway is probably the best recent form in the race. Thanks very much. And that's and my favourite, obviously. So, <laughs> You're uh, let's just go to again, like... are you? Sorry, dipping up fives again, are you? Yeah, it's not easy. Fucking brutal. I'm going for it. Let's go over selections for that Here's race. Tommy down to have a rant with Declan is going for what? Empire Steel. Empire Steel. And, and De uh, sorry, Stephen, you were going for? Fontaine Collange. Oh, he's taking on the Isaac Swedem, Sam and Manier colours there. You're not double green steel anymore. No, they'll, they'll come at the end of the name, screw out of getting old. Yeah, that's true. Next one we're going to have a look at is coming over to Navin with the handicap hurdle, which is a grade B handicap. And it's not a bad race, this, isn't it, Declan? I know we mentioned... Well, HMS Seahorse was mentioned in the 
um, the chat earlier. I mean, Rebel Ivy, I thought, um, for, you know, is it James Motherway? James Motherway, yeah. James Motherway yeah. and Dedito Regan. I thought Rebel Ivy would have a chance in this. Uh, you want to kick us off on this one, Dave? Um, yeah. Look, the, the, there's Taylor like here. Um, Boy, the Clamar, he's in here at 134. Like he won a competitive hurdle, competitive handicap hurdle at Cork in April off 124, but he won it quite easy. Like now, I know he's um, I think he might went up. He went up 11 pound for that. But he did win quite easy. Um, he's been running in conditions races, hurdles races since, and he's obviously they, they wanted to get dropped. He's only been dropped the one pound, but he did win a handicap chase of 130 last March by seven lengths. Um. He might still have a little bit of room. You might want more than a little bit of room, but he might have still have a little bit of room off this mark of 134. Um, but the one I probably side with is uh Carrigreen Lotus. Um, yeah, she she's she's running off 118, and she was fourth off this mark. A cock only beating four lengths in March. Now the trainer Liz Lawler rode her that day. She's taken off five. But Keen Quirk, who's in a really nice bit of form, um, he's I think a cracking he, jockey, and I really like him. Did he ride the King of PRs? It, um, no, that was it. Was an amateur race, wasn't it? It was. Uh, oh, it was an amateur race. Yeah, yeah. But he, he rode a winner for um. Who did he ride it over the weekend? Uh, Martin Hassett. Yeah, I think you're all doing it for Martin Hassett the weekend. Solomon Lane. Solomon Lane. Yeah. Uh, he's taken off seven, but he's taken off. He's, you know, worth a lot of that seven. I, I think this mare has a big, big chance. Big, big chance. Like that, that far, that Cork snapper, only beating four lengths, and you're getting a better jockey taking off more weight. Yeah. Definitely going to make a, up that. Nice one. Thanks, uh, Stephen. Little Yank's running in this one. Uh, yeah. He's generally running nearly every week, isn't he, Dick? <laughs> oh, I stopped it with times. That, that fella was running so much. He recognised me at the races. He was saying hello to me. <laughs> and he's new. Uh, he probably appointed that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to Stephen next. Anything? What? Come on, Steve. You've got to have dug your teeth into this. No, I had a good look at it. I did say I'd rather listen to the boys because it's more one of them races where. There's probably another target, whether it's handicaps. Like, like, I remember down back, what, what year was it? Andy at Phoenix Daisy won the Erdl race at Aintree, wasn't it? Um, oh, bloody hell, you're going back to about 2018. He did, yeah, he won a handicap um, in Punchestown only last year, though, I think. Yeah, he? no, like I say, I did mention like most of these are probably, they're probably better over the bigger obstacle somewhere. He's remember got like, Spyglass Hills, won, mm. won a nice big staying pot somewhere, didn't he? Um, HMS Seals was the first one that jumped off the screen of me because of. Obviously, being predominantly more of a flat person, I, I remember him bolting up at the car over a mile and a half. But um, uh, dropped the anchor, won a nice pot. Was it last Christmas or was it was it even somewhere last year? Was it Leopardstown somewhere? But I was more rather listening to what you guys would would say, what you're thinking, whether there's a target for him or or whether you think there's something in the background for it, whether it's a grand annual, um, not grand annual, um, the per temps or or something like that, or the county herd or whatever. But as far as this race is for picking a selection, I'll be it'd be a needle in an ice stack. Okay, thanks very much, Steve. Um Andy, we'll come over to you. Um yeah, this isn't easy. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the first part. Yeah. Um I missed Dex bit. 
I, I could only like I, I don't know. Carrie Green lost us for deck. Tar- oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, King Quirk, so he's done very well with his seven pounds as well. Um, yeah, he's a great, he's a great well. jockey. I really yeah, like him. He's done very well. Uh, I think he had two winners this week. He won on mm-hmm. the weekend, and yeah. he'd won, I think, at Punchestown, I think. Yeah, uh, in the maiden hurdle. Um, yeah, so uh, like he, Carrigan Lotus, she'd have a very good chance, and she'd very much enjoy the ground uh, off a of welter way. She is two pounds wrong, but unlike the British lad, the Coltards, you know, claiming the seven off. So that you know that that's what you do when your horse is out of the weights. Um, yeah, as we said, little Yank, he'd be probably dying to see deck, is what we said. Um, the the real the Joker in the pack is probably Rebel Ivy. Um, I like. I don't know if you can say if I if I'd fancier now, but the handicapper probably got a serious headache after she won at Limerick. Uh, she won a mare's listed race at Limerick. She was only rated 117 at the time. She was raised 12 pounds for that, but she beat um heaven. Uh, she beat heaven help heaven us. Help us yeah. and, um, and and the good the good mayor of uh, Gordon's the the one that. You know, I, 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 Queen's Brook, I think, is it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of her, but she is rated in the mid 140s. Uh, so she had both of them behind. You have to imagine both of them underperformed a good deal at Limerick, mm. which, you know, the handicapper would have been in his rights to maybe stick Rebel Ivy into the 130s off that run, even if they did underperform. Um, 129 is probably fair. It wouldn't surprise me if, if maybe she, she had a little bit more to give. Um, but could you hang your hat on it? I'm not 100% sure. Um, HMS Seahorse would, was the one I was going to come down on. Uh, he goes well fresh. Had a good season last year as a juvenile hurdler. I think he was fourth in the Fred Winter at the Boodles. Um, and then came back on the flat. Won a handicap at the Curra. It won a nice enough pot at the Curra in bloodless fashion. Like it was absolutely yeah, awesome. awesome. Um, awesome. and he's been gelded in the meantime. I'm a bit worried though that this is a prep for the Coral Cup. I think there's a lot of mileage in that particular handicap mark. Mm-hmm. Um, he's rated 132. The Boodles has worked out fairly well. Um, obviously Gaelic Warrior, the biggest hype machine, and Brazil has you know obviously underperformed at Limerick, but. That ground was borderline unraceable for a flat bread, in my Ooh. opinion. So I, I and it's a two-horse race. You, you can just yeah. put a line to it, like and, and probably, he made the run. Yeah, he's probably better judged on his uh, win against Phil Dor in the start before. So HMS Seahorse will be the one. Like you just have to watch the market with him. Um, if he runs eye catching, he's going to go up and trip, and he's going to run the Coral Cup, and I'd say he goes off seven, eight to one. Um. So he's the one that you're going to have to really, really keep an eye on. The The most likely winner, I'd imagine, though, is Lucky Max. Uh, Rob James claiming seven. Uh, he was a really, really easy winner. Now, it's like he's, you know who he's got form with in second place that day was Takarengo at Cork. Um, now, he's beaten absolutely out of sight. He's hammered him, uh, beat the living daylights out of that field. Um, I think he's got seven or eight pounds for that. That's probably not going to stop him. It's a here and now horse. Um, he's going to be my selection for the race. I think Lucky Max wins it. The horses to watch, though, for me are HMSC horse uh, with a view to the Coral Cup and uh, O'Floron, who did get his three-mile handicap hurdle entry at the Dublin Racing Festival. 
Um, he's claimer ridden. He's going to be claimer ridden here. I was a little surprised he was declared. Um, he needs three miles. I'd be surprised. I'd say he's going to be like stay in rush hour outside of Heathrow Airport. This taxi, <laughs> the handbrake is going to be well and truly up. So um, hopefully that's the case because I'm not going to back. I'm going to let him run. I'm going to back him at the Dublin Racing Festival and I'll back Lucky Max here. I think we need a Takarengo jar, boys. Every time Takarengo's form gets uh, brought up, Ah, uh, stop. We, we'd be fucking knocked. <laughs> if you had the tape, if you had to take we a no every time we mentioned the horse that ran against Takarengo, we'd be locked after 20 minutes. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> form lines tie in everywhere. I'd love to see it tie into somewhere like France. That would like, I'd put 20 quid in the uh, jar if that was the case. Right. Th- uh, going over to Thurlers now. Thurlers is on Sunday this weekend. Um, we'll first of all look at the Murs Novice Chase. Um, we're likely going to see, well, it depends if they both turn up here, doesn't it? But Willie Mullins has got two entered here with um, Allegory Davassi and Dino Blue, who are likely going to be the top of the market here. Um, without any, you know, without the others, you know, you've got Carrie Green Lotus in this year, Declan, as well. Um, what are you looking at? Sorry? The, the mayor's chase. Now, she's, she's declared for Saturday. She's not going to run here. Yeah, Tony, yeah. She hasn't even jumped the fence yet. No. I don't think. Carrie Green Conini is in that race, though, as well, Deck. For Liz Lawler as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, do you want me to start? Oh, uh, yeah, if you want to. Sorry, Stephen. It's the first race at Thurley's on, on Sunday. The mayor's chase. The mayor's chase. The mayor's chase. Yeah, all right with that, Declan. You go for it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, look, I suppose this horse has been hyped up since beating um, Randy Lowe. But like, even before that, she not, she showed a nice bit of form. She beat um, Monastir Amui. Is a mare I really, really like. Uh, she beat her in, a, I think it was a maiden hurdle. Or was, yeah, it was a maiden hurdle. Um, and... She's won a beginner's chase since she beat, I think, a Paul Nolan horse. Or not, a Liz Doyle horse, I think it is. And mm. begins with an S. But, like, she's a... She's a, she's actually... She actually is a bit of a cliff horse for me. Like, this is sort of cliff horses I was talking about earlier. Want to start on me. Like, she's sort of a fun horse to follow. Um, not world beater, but honest and, and consistent. Salmonino, um, that's the horse you're on about. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, but then she went and, and beat Brandy Love. Now, Brandy Love fucking, I assume it was a two and a half mile race. This is a mare's race. That's a mare's race, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brandy <laughs> Love ran four miles that day. Do you remember? It was around, I think it was around this time. <laughs> that was Ferry House, yeah. She nearly ended up yeah. in the. Oh, that was fuck's yeah. sake. You nearly, yeah. She, she nearly jumped into that. AK Betts was diving for cover. <laughs> in ring, yeah, yeah, like she was very, very bad that day, Brandy Love. Um, but look, Allegaria de Vissi, she, she looked very, very good. She looked very, very good at Limerick, but you can look very good at Limerick if you handle the conditions, I think, at Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think. What's going to tell us the most here is is if Dino Blue runs, um, because she wasn't good enough for Impervious, and you know, sadly they fucking bottled it with Impervious, and she only got the entry for the mares. So, yeah, it looks like that. That's where she's going. Uh, unfortunately, loud of bollocks, really. But like this could tell us a lot. Dino Blue has some fair form. I don't think she's you no know, world beater either, but. 
lot of hype about her over the years, isn't it? There was a lot of hype about her, yeah, but she, she never really delivered. Um, and look, there's not like the, the yeah, likes of like Granny Lowry's a horse, or like you know, sometimes these mares are, are, are nice to follow. Um, Granny Lowry's one I'd follow, she hasn't jumped the fence yet, she's still over hurdles. And um, another really consistent mare, you know, when they're consistent, they're consistent as fuck, these mares. Um, Melina Girl's consistent as they come. Who Melina Girl for Gavin Cromwell, yeah, like she, well, she's not one. She's not one on my list. Like I, I can't fucking mm. follow them all, Chris. I fucking have oh, some, yeah. you know. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Monastar and Way is, is one I follow, and and Granny Lowry, you know. Um, but look, they're not world beaters, but they're they're, they're fun to follow. Bright Hills in here hasn't quite taken the chasing, and I'm not sure she's as good as she's made out. She's probably really well handicapped that day. She she won impressively. Uh, at Leopardstown. I think she um, needs a road, personally. M- maybe that's it. He maybe was really that's sweet it. when I went that, That's Andy's and fun mare to follow, anyway. Bro, yeah, yeah. He's not yeah I, as off, as off the cliffs for her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not getting as much crack as I am following Granny <laughs> Lowry and Monster. <laughs> I think that's how you say a Monster or Murray. Yeah, look, if, if this thing of Willie's is as good as they think she wins this season, she goes off very, very short. But it's interesting to see how if Dino Blue could put it up to her, you know, have your yeah. bollocks on impervious. Like, really, we should probably be talking about the match, shouldn't we? And it's not even a match because they're both novices and if they go and race against the likes of Ellie May, you know, a season chaser. But I suppose they are exciting Alagarda Vessi and, and impervious. And, you know, I've always been a big, big fan of Imperius, and I, I'd have her ahead of Allegory Ale- Devesi. Yeah, I jumped in on that bandwagon as well. Yeah, right behind yeah. you. Well, you know, I gave all the money to the Tourners and the Arkle, yeah? I did, yeah. Uh, I'm licking my wounds, but did. I'm still on the bandwagon. Hanging on. Andy, you got a selection for this one, mate? Um, yeah, I know. I'm very bitter that she didn't get a Turner's entry. It's just everything that's wrong with race, and then just. Oh, that's a lot of shit. It is. Come here. I am all for the mayor's program. I think it's absolutely brilliant. But it has mayor's races have no place at the Cheltenham Festival. Soon, the Cheltenham Festival is going to be like the Special Olympics to be a medal for everyone. Like you know, Ooh. and it, it 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 has no place. Ha, give it to another festival. There's other like you could put it the Easter Easter festival. You could have a hurdle there. Like put and I said before. They're, they're, they they put money up, they put good money up in Pert. You know, you could give them a race. You could give them a grade one. And you could make it a grade one if it was in Pert. Mm. All right. You know, put, it on Scottish, put it on the Scottish national card. Oh, that'd be nice to earn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They do that. But, but Pert have, Pert are putting up the money and they fuck all. You know, they're putting up the money. The, the the best thing they ever got out of that was Willie Mullins took a few horses there when he was trying to win the, the championship. Oh, yeah. You know, but yeah. but he went there, you know, and, and that's probably their glory day is when he went there. But they oh. could have they they you don't have to put everything at Cheltenham. We don't want to see these at Cheltenham because we're robbed of a previous going and beating the Geldings a fucking hundred to one. Mm. You know, like I honestly think the Arkle would suit her down to the ground more than the Turners. I think an end to end gallop, and and with that, that seven pound will tell when they get over the last fence mm. and horses start treading water. And and like she's a good horse, she probably well, love to see doesn't it. need that seven pound. She doesn't oh, need yeah. a seven pound because she gave she carried an eight pound penalty and gave a pound to Geldings. 
yeah. the weekend. So she doesn't need it. So we're robbed of seeing her in one of those races and, and with that seven pound coming up the hill while horses are treading water because they want to put fucking every race at Chelsea. Mm. It'll be, we'll have handicap bumpers soon. It's it's a lot of it's, Can we sort it fucking out, please? That'll be good. Like uh, it's the lowest, it's the lowest entries ever or something, isn't it? This year, that's the Brits. It, it seems the like Irish entries are fine. It's the Brits. The Irish entries are fine, but like, but don't add that. Like, get rid of these fucking races. Move them. It's not too late to move the races. It's not too late to move that mare's chase and give it to air or to Perth or whatever. Like, the mare's program has been absolutely brilliant for racing. It really, really has because we would have seen these mares win a listed bumper and be retired, you know. But they've gone jumping now, and we've seen Honeysuckle, mm-hmm. and, you know, a dual champion hurdle winner. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've got special horses out of it, but they, sh- they the, the races don't belong at Cheltenham. It's fine to have them, but have the big finals, if that's what you call them, want to call them. Have them elsewhere, and give other racetracks their day. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're probably not far off a of fucking veteran's chase. Veteran's chase is like, they're just fucking bookies races. Just put them at your heartstrings. You know, we had the joke a few weeks ago. I think it was Andy who said it. Like, you know what I mean? You're back on a horse because you took fancy price about him for the fucking Supreme Novice seven or eight years ago. And, and you're backing him again now at Sandown on a fucking rainy Saturday. Like, the horse fucking, none of them have any form. Yeah. You know, it just grandas fucking racing down the road. Like, it's like a lot of grandas racing down yeah. to get the newspaper and go to bookies. Like, a different one wins every day. Whoever fucking doesn't have a sore knee. And, <laughs> uh, like it's well, fucking robbed of what the Cheltenham Festival is about. You know, it was yeah. the best horses taking on the best horses, going a clip they've never gone before, and it, it was that that you know handling the occasion. Um, it fucking merge. Yeah, Andy. Sorry, Andy, you were saying. <laughs> I can remember what I was saying. Was I talking? No, you you were about to tell us about what you fancy for this uh, merge novice chase, Andy. Uh, nothing really. Um, That's okay. Look, Move this on. Is, um, Steve's yeah. not, but Steve's it's, got one. It, it's no, like I think Dino Blue is the best form in the race. I think that second to Impervious is the like strictly on the book is the best form in the race. Yes. Um, now that's not to say Allegory de Bassi can can improve on that. Um, she's to give three. She's to give a bit of weight away. Like it's what five pounds? Is it five pounds to to Dino Blue? That'll be a good race. Um, and they're both only six year olds. They're both so exciting, but. Yeah, no, this mare's chase is grim. Like, it really It's so... It's it just... It actually pains me to think about it. Um, do, you know what this mare's, do you know what this mare's chase is for, Atorlis? It's for your fucking Monasters Armways, your fucking Dino Blues, your Bride Tails. It's not for the horses who are good enough to take on the fucking geldings. I don't even, like... Even... You know, you're picking up your black type. I understand that. But, like... Going back to Impervious, it's a ten pound swing. She's to give away three pounds to open chasers in a mare's chase, but she could get seven off what looks a below average novice chase crop. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I, it's disappointing because you know six or seven years ago, Allegri Davasi and and even Dino Blue and Impervious, possibly even Brides Hill for a handicap, they would all be sitting there. You know, in the betting for races that we'd care about a little bit more, and don't get me wrong, the mare's chase is going to be a it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a good race, but 
it's taken from other races, and that's that's the pity. That's the pity. It's just a dilute. Um, I think at the prices, Chris, I'll take a chance on Dino Blue, though. I think the five pounds and and that form. I think she was just beat by a really, really good mare. Mm. For for a mare to, she should have been receiving seven. And you, can you see you prices, back, Andy? For this? No, I didn't. No, no. She should be. She should have been. Imperby should have been receiving seven pounds from Journey with Me, and instead she was giving a pound. And no. Brian Hayes did not no. hit her once with the whip. Mm. Like she was the best horse in that race by a mile, and there was an end-to-end gallop. Um. You know, journey with me and 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 um, Hador, who I think was on the front end as well. They were yeah, causing Hador. fallers in behind. They you know it was an, like it was a proper race. Impervious went fence to fence. She's the best horse in the mare's chase picture at the minute, and I don't think it's even remotely close. As of yeah. like, Alagor um, um, Devasi obviously has the potential, but Impervious has the best form by a mile. And I rate Impervious's form so highly at the moment that the three-length defeat that Dino Blue suffered in in the hands of Impervious for me is the best form here. And if she's getting five pounds, I'd yeah. take on the favour, even if it's the same yard. Yeah, you're fucking spot on there, Andy. I, I was, I, I, I did knock at Dino Blue a little bit, but. When you think about it, like how, how good was Impervious the weekend? Now I think she's improved from the run mm. at, at Cork. Oh, she hundred percent. You've been screaming about her all season, Declan. But I've been screaming about Rose... her since mm. I, I I first put her up when she won the race at Down Royal. Um, that was October. Was it? Yeah, yeah, the Down Royal race. Yeah, back there for the Royal Bond. Yeah, back there for the Royal Bond. I actually think Dino Blue is possibly. Because how they backed her as if defeat was out of the question at Cork, and the Ooh. fact that she's only six, she could actually be the value in the mayor's chase picture, not just on Sunday. Yeah, oh, yeah, not seen probably 25% of her capabilities either. No, what do you make will, of this one then? Um, Steve, no, I just agree with the boys, really. Like, out of Gory Devassi's, it's, it's exceptional, but you just with Dino Blue, it's there's always been a lot of hype, there's always been a lot of money, and there's always, there's always been talk of targets. and She's still only six, so and it's the way that the JP ones are campaigned as well, which the boys have always taught us that it's not yeah. always about the certain individual days. It could be something here and now, down. yeah. It could be saying eighteen months down the line. But, um, can I just say one uh, more rats, thing about the mayor's picture? Oh, sorry. Can I say one more thing about the mayor's picture? It's going back to that Cork race. Um, it's a mare that had problems, but the third place finisher, Rosie's Hollow. Yeah. Another JP horse, yeah. Quite possibly the best handicapped horse in Ireland over fences. Just keep an eye. If she rocks up in a handicap chase. Um, it won't be in England. It won't be at Cheltenham. It could be. Is she with Dempster? No, uh, Roger Sweeney, I think. Roger Sweeney, um, Roger Sweeney possibly. Um, mm. She is one of the best handicap chasers in Ireland. So if Rosie's Hollow yeah. was to rock up in a handicap chase, and um, there is the, the one that comes to the top of my mind. I'm coming to rambling here, but there's a, a race that is run at Leopardstown over two mile five. It's either the week before or the week after the Cheltenham Festival. She rocks up yeah. there. You can have what you like on her. Um, now I know you're keeping. You're, I'm, I'm going from this... a long, long way out. Rosie's hollow. She was third one pair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's, yeah. she's the best handicap chaser in, in Ireland, in my opinion. Yeah. And if she rocks up in a, in a handicap chase, you can you can have what you like on her. Yeah, 
I have her in my about this time last year at Nice. She yeah. ran. Yeah, behind uh, Gallard, yeah. de Manil and Capadano mm. and all. Yeah, it's it's, it's serious. Mm. Selections for that then, boys. Come to you, Deck. You. Oh, we were given selections on this yeah, in previous. Look, look. I at the. I what I assume the price are going to be. I, I think Allegar the Vesey be long odds on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would be with Andy. He's made a good point about the 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 Dana Blue Farm when impervious. Now I do think she she impervious improved an awful lot, but will they the both run? Is giving them a pound. Sorry, will they both run? I don't see why. I'd say so. Yeah, get get yeah. black type. They both get mm. black type here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you, you'd have to have. I'm surprised Andy didn't go for Bright Hill to be honest. But yeah, I I he's made a good case there. Um. With the, yeah. the finish the, the run behind him previous. So you would have to you'd have to give her a go, you know, Blue. That was that her first chase as well at Cork. No. I don't know. No. So, no. so, she she won she won uh she won a cork but prior to that. She's obviously I'd say she's a better chaser than she was a hurdler. Mm. Well she's I, only I say, well, that's that's the yeah like, so you didn't see the real horror. I know they, there was a lot of hype about her and we've crabbed at our farm a bit, but it, our the farm we're crabbing at is, is over hurdles. I think she gives a lot of more respect to her uh, fences anyway. I think that was mm. the, that's the biggest thing for the lot but more that maybe she might be underestimated on our hurdles farm, to be honest, because mm. as Andy said, looking at that run behind them previous, you know, Cheers, Dex. Stay you. What are you going for, Stay? Uh, I did set up one. Have a breeze here. So I was reading the comments about <laughs> Easter break. <laughs> You're still talking about me. <laughs> You're reading, Tommy. You have a hoop with the heads off, fellas, in the comments. Yeah. Well, I saw the dynamic team pop up. My eyes lit up. So I just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Allegory de Vesey. But like I say, we, I think we're all the, the perception that. One of these days, soon like Dino Blue will probably do something. We're, we're not probably, we probably are expecting, but we've not seen yet, you know. But um, the favourite for me, if it, yeah, if it runs, it will be favourite, won't it? Andy, you, um, I've no problem taking on Allegory de Vassa, even if Dino Blue could be potentially yeah. nailed to the floor. I don't think she would, but like if if they run to form, I'd be pretty confidently at the prices be with Dino Blue, um, mm. and I know, but the bias in me wants to back Brides Hill, but. I, I think she's a little bit short of this class. I think she's she's yeah. getting better as a chaser. And if you took that flame bearer form, like and journey with me form absolutely literally last time out, she'd have a cracking chance here. But I think that race fell apart a little bit, and I think she's a little bit below the top two in the bottom here. So it'd be dino blue for me. Ian Rain has put across the bottom there is stay crying about the spare result. Are you stay? Uh if Men City win the league by a point, I will not be crying about Tonight's result in Arsenal second, so that's okay. That's okay. I can't believe we've actually come back and meet you. We were shocking first half, anyway. Um, Horse and Jockey Hotel is the next one. They're all best. Oh, can't I can't. I, when you tap this, Andy, you make me read it out loud. I feel like, yeah, I'm don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horse yeah. and Jockey is the next one. Um, a hot a race that you know, proper race. race. Say it again. Sorry, boys. It's a good race, isn't it? This is probably the most underrated chase of the year. Like Don Cossack yeah. won of the year, he won the Gold Cup. Susan John won of the year, he won the Gold Cup. Like yeah. Alaho won it last year. It is 
Sochi and non-rated. It's littered. Serious right here. Yeah. Like, oh, was it was always just a step-up in trip, was it? It was, Sorry? yeah. Duvan broke him, and then they found out he was a star. You are getting 32 to 1. I saw you are getting 25 to 1 before non-runner money back before the Irish Gold Cup. If he didn't win the Irish Gold Cup, he wasn't going to the Cheltenham Gold Cup. Well, obviously, like, there's no the betting proof of anyone. Let's just rattle and through these ones. Sorry, I was just trying to run. I was just going to run through the runners, that's all. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, there's no betting through anyway, but um, likeliest, you know, top of the market is probably going to be Shaq and Poussoir, isn't it? Um, I know Declan. I'd say it'd be Fakir Dude Arabi favourite here. Think? Yeah, think? I'd say so. Yeah, because I, I think I think people are going to shit their pants with Shaq and gone up and trip. Oh, but that's the way I see it anyway. I'm not saying that's that. I'm not saying that's how I see it. I think yeah. that's how the market will say. Mm. Oh, yeah. What do you okay. think of this, Declan? Because I know you like you put up Shaq on um, in the charity thing, didn't you, brother? Yeah. Look, I did put up Shaq on Porsois because I think. You know, and it's funny, they're the same trip, right, the races, but races can depend an awful lot on how they're run, and they can mm. go quite steady in the Ryanair. I, I think that suits the speed horse. And I, we, we've seen over the years, the speed horse beats the stair in the Ryanair. So they must go very, very steady. And I think it's because, Except similar for to the Ballymore, like we, we talk a lot on here about speed horses winning the Ballymore, they start in the middle of the course and it's a climb. You climb right till you go past, right up the straight, right till you go past the cabbage patch or the best may stand. And and you don't get a breather until then. So they must go very, very steady, which sets it up for, you know, maybe a dash at the end. Um, but this race over the same trip, you're like, we, we've mentioned, uh, Gold Cup winners who've won it probably suits the stayer more. So if Shaq and Pursois is beat here, I still think he could win the Ryanair. He is stepping up and trip for the first time. He's very fast. He's he can be lightning quick at times. Um I'm just hoping he's he's close. I'm hoping he has a chance late on. I'm hoping he gets the trip, basically. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if he's outstayed, fine. I t- still think we're in the Ryanair. I'm just hoping he gets the trip. But they seem to think he will. Um, Fakir Dudari, uh, he was second here last year to uh, Alaho. He was second in the John Dorkin, beaten by two really good horses, to be honest. You know, Galloping the Champs and Alaho. He is a two-and-a-half-mile specialist. Um, and I think he has to go off favourite, really. Because I, I think he's a genuine... I, genuine grade two horse only because <laughs> he's the specialist that he's, he's in purgatory like you know when he gets, <laughs> when he gets down in the dumps I send him to England and they make a couple of grades yeah well, that's it they, they stick him on the boat <laughs> we'll win a grade one yeah, over there it's Ascot isn't it it's Ascot the race isn't it well, what was yeah. that perfect tweet we send over a grade three horse to win a grade two no it was a grade, grade two <laughs> Grade two horse wins a grade with, one race in Britain with a performance with a grade three performance. Michael yeah, Kieran O'Connor's put up there. His age not catch, catching up on Shaken. Nah, he's only fucking raced about fourteen times in his life. No, nah, fuck that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Right, yeah, I don't he's not 
Now, eligible for veteranship. He had the L back problems as a young player, but he's, you know, I think they've sorted him out. And his first run of the season is always absolutely fucking horrific. RPR 160 as well. Even when he was 80, he only had about six runs in his career or something. Come here. Well, do you know what? Do you know how, do you know, he's in such good health, this fella, right? He's in such good form at home that Willie entered him in the stairs hurdle. A fucking, a two-mile <laughs> chaser was entered. Listen, a two-mile oh chaser was God. entered in a three-mile hurdle. This, the fucking toughest three-mile hurdle you'll find, okay? He's never jumped a hurdle in his life. He hurdled in France, but they're little fences. He has never jumped a bare hurdle or an easy fix hurdle or like what we call hurdles. And Willie has entered a two-mile chaser in a three-mile hurdle. The fella must be absolutely catching sparrows Taking at home. The door. He's in the form of his <laughs> life. Actually, he wins the race now. He just wins it. No, look, I, 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 I think he could be outstayed here. But if he's outstayed, it won't bother me at all. I think he'll win the Ryanair. Um, he, can do things, like, he? he can do things in parts of the race which absolutely destroy other horses. Can't he, he can, he can, but I don't think he get to do it here because I think that could be blunted by the way, the, by the way they'll run. Whereas if they go very, very steady in the Ryanair, I think he might get that chance to to absolutely blitz them later on. Um, Royal Rendezvous probably looking for a mark here. He's no Gold Cup entry. I thought he could have been a Gold Cup horse a few years ago. Don't know what the plan is, but I can't see him fucking trying to win this. Um, French Dynamite, he didn't stay at Christmas, and he reminded me an awful lot of China Rock from the same stable. Uh, oh, I think he's a massive that, yeah. chance here. Uh, he's won, he won easy here this season over hurdles back in October, and I'd, I'd probably side with him on Sunday. But like this race is deep. Lifetime ambition is here. He was toward the John Dorkin. He's won, only one length off for Kerry Dudare. He's a lovely leopard now, lifetime ambition. He doesn't stay the three mm-hmm. miles. Uh, but he could be setting it up. Um I think he'll take them along on a nice gallop. And that's what Yeah, I was quite critical of him after Aintree. The way he fell into a hole. Ah, uh, he fucking uh, maybe just didn't like the national fans. He's a lovely jumper. The, the big dog was I think he's a bridal horse person. It's fantastic. And um in the in the Troy Town, yeah. Look, maybe Andy's right. One side, but yeah, maybe Andy's right. Maybe he's a bridal fans, but I just think he doesn't really stay. Um I, and I think he'll set up or something here. You know what? I think I think lifetime ambition would win a grand annual off top way. That's I, I I think his jumping would stand the test of two miles and could he go the pace. I think he could, yeah. I absolutely think he could, and I, uh, that's where I think they should run him. Now they're not going to, but uh, that's where I'd run. That's where I'd run. Will he go to the play? I back him in the play. I'd still yeah. back him in the play. I'd, I'd back him in the play. I'd have, a, I'd have a proper bet on him in the Grand Annual, though. And I know there's absolutely zero chance of it happening, but I think he'd win that off top weight. They all Grand turn Annual. up here on Sunday. Do you think all of these entered? I think a lot of them will turn up. This is the yeah. Yeah, I, um, I just want to give a mention. Three, didn't they? Sorry. I say, lifetime, Andy talked about the speed element. He, he beat Beacon Edge over two, three, didn't he, at Dan Royal a couple of years ago? He, well, he, yeah, won, the the beginners. he, he yeah. won the beginners, uh, but then he went to. Oh, I'd fucking hide a bet on the cunt in the Drinmar now. Um, <laughs> oh, I told me bollocks that day. Impervious in the Royal Band and this fella in the fucking in the Drinmar. In the Drinmar. 
Oh my Yeah, Beacon Edge reversed the form of him, yeah. I'm still recovering. He never jumped that day. He he never like for, for a lovely leopard that he is, he never jumped the fence. He never went the yard that day in the Dream Mall. I knew my money was done very, very early. Um and that was after fucking nails me bollocks and the royal bombs. It was a bad day. Um it was cold day as well. It was fucking freezing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, look, the Brasso's in here as well. I think he'll find this hot. He did win here in December. Well, like what a legend. Surprise he hasn't been over the banks yet. Plenty of time though. Plenty of time. Send them down to end it. Um I'd probably side with French Dynamite here. And I think if he's going to you know, I think Jacques and Porcois will win the Ryanair. I don't think mm. he has to run win here to win the Ryanair. But I think if French Dynamite wants to win the Ryanair, he has to win here. Thanks, Tech. Um Steve, you awesome jockey. He's not even mentioned Battle Over Diane. I'm fucking in shock. The beautiful. I know, I, 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 I'm, I'm cheating on him. Going with another lovely leper. The best <laughs> jumping horse in training. In the world. Yeah. He ran no, well, actually, last time. Pretty much mirror what most of what Dex said, really. Like, it'd be great if he does stay, wouldn't it? Like, just thinking back to what you're talking about with speed angle with Ryan Air, that um, you think when Undersco won it, the, the exuberance and the He'd give everything to for every single fence, and he was so much better than everything else in the race. But he only just scraped home, didn't he? Was it uh, sub sub lieutenant or something when it was second? But he, any other final, he probably would have lost, wouldn't he? Um, on this goal, yeah, like the, that, that day yeah. was so much better than everything else in the race, but he was only holding on for dear life, wasn't he? At the double end. green, double only, green. He only got the tip that day because it was rattling fast, like it was borderline firm ground that day. Because then a year later when it was soft, he fucking no hope of staying. But he yeah. he just he pulled himself to the front, didn't he? The ground got him home that day. He was treading water at the end, but it was fast. Yeah, uh, Fakir Diddy's already touched on him. Like he probably gets his confidence when he comes to England. He, the Ryanair is the right race for him. There's lots of there's lots of value for the Ryanair if you got if you've got an angle on where Ralaho's not going to run, and you, you could probably back five or six around between 10 and 20 to 1 and they're all going to be shorter on the day if he doesn't turn up but mm. it's just it's just picking the right one in it royal rendezvous um he won the good way play uh he's only been to england once he i think he ran in the top and he was pulled up but he he beat horses like the shunter easy game in Galway. He's, he's a good horse in his own right whether he's up to the quality of the top two you, you probably have to probably have to ask a few questions um Durasso has been a revelation this year again. Um, Halton Colors, what's what, what we said about that? Anything? Or? Well, we were talking about him for the Paddy Power of Christmas, weren't we? But was yeah, it, uh, was that on the strength of his first novice chase or something that they'd been running him over the wrong trip? No, just they've been running him over two miles. He ran the Arkle, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about him in a minute, but oh, yeah. I'm not going to fancy. I don't fancy him for this, but I, I the theory about him. And he loves him. He wants three miles, and they've been running them over two miles. He's, uh-huh. he's just, a, he's just. Is he going? Is he Andy? Is he? Where is he? Where is he going? He's gonna. He'll no. He's just a horse for next year. That's all. He's uh-huh. just. He's still weak. He's only six. He gives you a Anyway, he was. Um. No, I, I look. I, I just think that Uwen Kalor. Like, like, if you actually look, I think this is his only his second start. For Willie, that wasn't a grade one. 
Like the the like hmm. he's been very highly tried since he joined the yard. And the only other yeah. race that he ran in that wasn't a Grade One, he beat Gentleman Domain, a beginners at Leprosan. Um, I do think That's he's been right. very. I think he's been very highly tried. And yeah, very well tried. Yeah. Um, I thought he ran very well last time. Actually, I don't think I don't think lifetime ambition and factor did a were a million miles ahead of him in that uh, John Durgan. Mm. Um, even his triumph for him, I think, was only the second race of his career, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was third, I think, third or fourth. Yeah. Um. Or wait, was his was his um was his debut for Willie in the triumph? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Was it the spring juvenile? It came straight from Gablinders in uh, France. Yeah, he just rocked a Willie found him. Right, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick Silius, was it? Oh. He was yeah, really was looking for the remote yeah. and out came hot down Calair. <laughs> we better run the triumph, Jackie. What do you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was shy. I ran out of time. Better not him on the boat. Most, most of us pull out a fucking Chris packet, <laughs> an empty Chris packet. He pulls out fucking grade one horses. Um, no, I just think he, I think he's a bit weak in his finish, and I, I I think there's a lot of improvement to come from him as a yeah. I think there's a horse maybe for next year, um, and maybe might they might get a big pot out of him in a handicap or something. Um, he's worth keeping an eye on, but I, I think the value actually, funny enough, I know I, I tipped Lifetime Ambition for a, gra- a grand annual. Well, I didn't tip him, but like I, I thought that's where they should run him. He was he, like he only finished about a length and a half behind Fakir Duderay and the John Durkin. Now, yeah. you can make the argument that Fakir Duderay tried to bring, you know, um, tried to bring Galapan de Champ along and, and paid the price. But because but lifetime deep. ambition doesn't stay, he, yeah. that's his problem off in the front. He sets it up because he's not a strong enough stayer. Like maybe you're right. Maybe he's a bridal punts. Like yeah, like he might. I not, think yeah, he's a bridal punts. The the price discrepancy on Sunday could reflect. Like I think Fakir Duray is going to be favourite, but you couldn't be absolutely certain that he's going to beat lifetime ambition based on the John Durkin run. No, it's no. where I'm kind of saying it from. Like you could not. You could not say for certain that there was not enough between them at the line, in my opinion. Um, now French Dynamite, he put in a beautiful jumping display at Leopardstown and just just got outstayed. Really, um, he's not a three miler. I think that's pretty abundantly clear. Um, funny enough, a half brother to Mighty Potter, <laughs> which we really? got out during the week. Yeah, so yeah, unbelievable. And Indiana Jones, um. Which which kind of made me worry about Mighty Potter with the three miles, but I think Mighty Potter will get three miles. Um, Mighty Potter is so lazy, you get six miles. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Mighty Potter's just a better horse as well. Wherever you put him. Um yeah, look, I want to say like I've backed French Dynamite for the Ryanair style, so I do want to say him run well here. Um but I don't see a lot of pace on here. And I think French Dynamite like I well, I'm assuming Shaq Compersois is gonna be they're at least going to try and hold them up, and he might pull. Mm. Um, so I think French Dynamite will get. Uh, I think he'll get an easy enough time because he can go forward, and I think he's most likely to go forward. And there's a lot of improvement in him, so I think he's going to be my selection here. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to try and make all with him around Thurlis, um, which is very possible to do. Um, and I think lifetime ambition could actually follow him home. We have to remember that Fakir Duderi has had a lot of Grade One action. I can know he's only I know he's only an eight year old, but he's been around for a long time. But Jesus Christ, he's fought some battles, and um, yeah. I w- I wouldn't be a, a hell of a lot surprised if maybe he started to to regress. And um, there's no evidence of that just yet, but.
but there's enough evidence to, uh, to suggest that lifetime ambition is, you know, mm. within two or three <coughs> over this trip. So uh, I think I'll take French Dynamite, the up-and-comer, even though he's a lot to find on the book, but I'm okay with that. Um, and I think lifetime ambition will, will um, possibly follow him home. I think, I think last year's novices are a very, very good group. Thanks very much, boys. Uh, selections then for that race. Let's just go over them. It is um, Declan. Let's go with you first. It was French Dynamite for me too. Dynamite. Um, Steve. Uh, sort of checking the poussoir, but probably the heart over the head. Okay. And, and, and this is kind of what I was saying, like earlier on, the comment about the royal routine. It's it's all right to fancy one horse on one day. And another, and I've always loved Jack on first body fair, but I can't see him winning this, but I can see him winning the Ryanair. Yeah, there's one man I'd want on Jack on first one on the Ryanair, and one yeah, man on Danny, uh, Ruby, Danny? Oh, Ruby, yeah, Ruby. Oh, Ruby. yeah, we could get, get, get the man out of retirement for that ride because they're like, <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying Paul Town and can't do it, but like, it's going to take someone like Ruby around shouting like. I think. Well, do you know yeah. what? Paul, Paul's, Paul's a brilliant jockey, but if you ever want to see how good Ruby was and the difference, just watch York Hill in the oh, left field. Really, and then Taylor, yeah. entry. Paul couldn't Horrible. control him at entry. He just won because yeah. he's, he was a bit of a freak. Like, but, yeah, but got a shocking ride that day. I know, uh, hang on. T- t- every, time, every time he's seen a hurdle, he lit up at Cheltenham and Ruby got him home. And then Paul just fucking the, the fella just went and smashed every hurdle at entry. Like Paul couldn't control him, and Paul's top class. But that's that's how good Ruby is, and that's the difference. Like we'll probably never see the likes of him again. And then Andy, your selection for that one is. Um, I've a lot of little footnotes. I think French Dynamite is the one to the back. Um, lifetime ambition. If he somehow ends up in, in the Grand Annual, which he won't, but. You know, I don't think they think he's a two-miler. I think he'll follow him home. And I think the horse to stick in your tracker for next year, because I still think he's a little bit weak in his finish, is Uwen Kalor. Um, still only a six-year-old and, and plenty of time to progress and still very lightly raced. And I think he's the one to follow going forward. Um, even when I say going forward, I mean like next year. Right, thank you very much, boys. Here we go. We are coming to the end of the podcast. Here we go. Oh my god, I've had so much alcohol tonight. That's what it is. I think I'm it feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it now, Declan. When I when I filmed with Andy first, and I filmed with you, I'd already had a glass and a half. So I'm like, I'm down to my second glass now. So I'm feeling it. <laughs> Weekend best bets now, lads. Here we go. Um, Steve, have you got any others? Struggling, mate, really. I've had a look through as well. Um, I sort of, I feel the Epitant's worth taking on at Haydock. Um, it's a race notoriously where the best horse has been beat many times over the years. She's a four to six shot. Um, finding one to beat, I'm not sure, but the two, the two northern horses, Manila, Manila Drama's a bit of a Haydock specialist. Uh, yeah. been, been running over fences, um, but was a good novice uh, hurdler. Uh, if it does four out and it's heavy, he will definitely act. Um, Nelson as well was a good novice hurdler last year, um, or maybe 
a few months ago. He's got first time cheek pieces on, which I find I think is quite interesting. It's a good race. If you, if you went back yeah. to you, people, the, the lads would probably say Jason the Militant wouldn't be uh, worth looking past either. But I just think Epiton's worth taking on. I'd probably split my stakes, Manila uh, Drama and Nelson, but the rest of the weekend is, is, is pretty bare. Yeah. Thanks very much, Dave. Because um... you you're an ADOC man as well. Do you? Do you think there's any substance to that Manila drama? Manila drama can he jumps from fence to fence really. He's a proper, you know, he attacks every fence. And did am I thinking of the same Manila drama that won at Musselburgh last time? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, the, is this the horse who beat Brave Man's game? No. Did was he? Did he? It was far beyond Hitman over fences. Uh, two runs back. Mm -hmm. Travelled really he, well in the race. Did he win or was he second at a big spring novice hurdle? I think he was. Yeah, he was at Aintree. Did he win or a second at Aintree? Was a brave man's game? Yeah, did he beat brave man's game? Or was that a high senior? He was second behind the job back at, uh, at, at Aaron and novice chase back last year. Um, I don't know if he's beating brave man's game. If anybody has, anybody. Beat I, I'm trying to look it up right now. I think he's beating brave man's game. He was second at Falvoir as well. Was he second in the Albert Bartlett or something? Uh, my drogue my drug was a race he was second in. That's what you're Oh, thinking. yeah, yeah. Whatever happened. Uh, that's the one. On Harry Skelton's mantle. Yeah. yeah. You just don't know what yeah. like, the constitutional races. You just don't know what they have such big gaps to have a ton. You just don't know what the form is worth or whether yeah. she's, she's knocking on the He's only starting to come around now. You're only going to start seeing the real epitaph now. She's She doesn't fire in the autumn. Or she's only coming into herself. She's a spring girl. Mess Huddle. Mess Huddle. She's not fucking entered. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, a couple from me this weekend. Uh, as you probably think, I'm going a bit rogue here. Apart from two, one I like at Navin on Saturday. Shambhala Kid for Paul Town and a Willie Mullen should recoup the losses last time. I think Shambhala Kid is way better than that. That's in the 12.32 at Navan in the two, uh, two and a half mile race. Um, there's one for Paul Nichols, who's Brian is going to get on board at, at Taunton this weekend at 12.45, which is literally 15 minutes after that one. Uh, a Camelot, out of Camelot, this one. Farnoge, who finished second in a point-to-point, -point, who was in my uh, little point-to-point. -point Camelot point. in a point-to-point. -point. Yeah, unfortunately. Out of seven. Yeah. They will be, yeah. The sires are Machiavellian, Machiavellian. So that screams all weather, doesn't it, Andy? That was some sire. Mac some Machiavellian. Yeah. yeah. That's you're going back a bit there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be an old man, old mare. Anyway. Yeah. He's early nineties. Twelve forty-five Taunton Farnoge for um, uh, Nichols and Bryony in that one. But the, there's there's one I like at Fun Dark tomorrow tomorrow night seven o'clock. They have been completely messing around with this horse. I've been watching it for many, many moons, and this is what I've been asking for so long. Um, I don't know whether you Irish lads know about this this young lad who's who's kind of he seems to have come on quite quietly onto the scene, but he's doing really well. His name's Connor Stone Walsh. He's a he's I knew a you with him. Yeah, he's he's a very very decent apprentice at the minute. And what is he claiming at the minute? I think is he claiming like. Is he claiming like uh, he's down nine, to seven? He's down to seven. He should be. Um, unless yeah. he's yeah, booked rides at ten, he should be down to seven now though. 
Well, he's riding one in the 7 o'clock at Dundalk that I really like. It's a 47 to 65, so it's a low-grade solution. I know Ross has got one in this, uh, Declan, and great solution. He ran well last time uh, with um, Siobhan Rutledger. You really need to, you know, look at when yeah. you know, she I, is I the queen of Dundalk. He, Ross, coming up to Christmas, Ross really fancied um, great solution. solution yeah. and she was meant to run over Christmas. She didn't. She ran after yeah. Christmas. Um, she ran in January and she was only beating a short head. Mm. Now she was nudged up. Like, I, I met Ross at Nace after that, and I was just chatting to him. And he was looking, you know, rolling his eyes. And that was the yeah. day he, he did really fancy Grey Solution. Mm. Uh, she'd been nudged up two pounds, but she's, I suppose, she's in good form. I, it's funny, yeah. I actually got a tip for Grey Solution tonight. Uh, somebody, oh, did you? Who wouldn't fucking know? I'd know anything about Grey Solution. Um, yeah. But Ross had mentioned Grey Solution to me before Christmas. And mm. and she was banged there. Like, you know, that our next run was the one in January. And and she was banged there. But she nudged up another two pounds. But um, that was probably... That was probably our best ever run. I would say it was the best ever run, yeah. Yeah. I watched yeah, it back so. and I thought she was unlucky. She um, was, but to be nudged up two pounds when you didn't get your head in front, and I was trying well, to make a short head like it's where how, how no, far yeah. back was the toward? Mm. Yeah, she she is getting Siobhan's um help there. Siobhan's in the very good, yeah. She's she's Siobhan the queen of Dundalk. I do love Siobhan. Mm. It's it's a shame that I'm actually going against Ross's horse in this because I've been I mean, this horse has been um fuddled around with, I think, with by Patrick McGee. This is the trip that I have been. I've been screaming for. Uh, I've not been screaming. I think I know a horse. If it's, if, if horse it's a horse, arch, arch, arch enemy. Chase horse is horse arch enemy. Ran um, seven days ago at Dundalk on, over a mile. Um, and was beaten by a, a very well back favourite in Chasamy. Connor Stone Walsh rode that horse, claiming ten that day. So he is actually claim, he was, was claiming ten. Now he's claiming seven. And um, mm -hmm. but the step up in trip for me, this horse was. This horse was a real eye catcher last year, and 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 I am surprised that you know they went hurdling with him in a sense, like they, they went to Aintree, they ran him in a, a list, they ran the horse in a, a listed race. Aintree, I'm saying he, it's a she, sorry. Um, typical me getting it wrong. Um, but they ran him in an Aintree, um, listed Mers hurdle, uh, which came fit, he came fit, she came fit over Dixon Cove. Um, but before that, I just thought the trips were completely wrong. Running over seven furlongs, a mile and two. The mile and four, is, I think, is the correct trip for this horse. So far low in the handicap at the minute. He, he, she's dropped so many pounds. And I think this is the time tomorrow. She was eight to one earlier. She's now about six to one for tomorrow, tomorrow night at Dundalk, over one mile four. And, and Connor Stonewall, she's... Nice little apprentice coin places. So, um, arch enemy for me at six to one tomorrow night. That's the only one from me this weekend. Um, Declan, yourself? Uh, yeah, the two handicaps at Navan. Well, we covered the big handicap, but there's two more. Uh, handicap portal at 142, Gold Haven, five year old. Uh, it was first time in a handicap the last day, nine to punch us down on New Year's Eve. Travelled quite well un until a mistake um, and probably uh, things are just probably happening too fast for him and, and never really recovered. He That was over two miles, you know, maybe sharpen him, sharpen him up, run over two miles on a handicap. Things happening very, very fast. 
and they've stepped back up and trip here. He did have two runs over Carson distance in Maidens. Uh, I, I think he has a good chance. And then at 327, Spansel Hill, um, he bumped into an absolute job the last day at, at Pontchastown. Uh, that was back in November. It was six lengths back to the tour. Been left on the same mark for that. So, you know, look, if he didn't bump into a plot job the last day, he'd have won. And what would he have gone up for winning by six lengths? So he's been left on the same mark. He's been given a chance to get his win here. Cheers, Declan. Uh, Andy, you anything for else? Uh, very small. I'm actually having another bet in the bumper. <laughs> um, I'm going to back. It is in the 217 at Navin. I, I saw a comment earlier talking about it's for me uh, in the double in the double green colours. Um, had a bit of a, a little bit of a reputation for winning for the Crawfords at a lot more. Um, but I'm going with the hurdles experience. Um, my trump card, who made a shitload of mistakes, but still ran really well behind Grange Clare West, which is seriously strong form. Who finished? Uh, he finished in fourth. Um, I think Firm Footings is a nice horse, probably on a on a nice mark after running in decent maidens. Um, and then the third for Henry de Bromhead, probably a little bit below form, admittedly at Limerick. Although very, very testing ground. Um, my trump card coming back to bumpers on only a second career start after a really strong fourth and maiden hurdle company. That'll do me because it's going to be second favorite behind Willie's Hopper. So, my yeah. trump card to 217 at Navin in the bumper. Thanks very much, boys. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Um, a long but enjoyable podcast, even mm. though we might not have much of the racing this weekend. Hopefully, Ireland is going to stay on. You're not going to have any problems. This no, we'll be, we'll be, uh, not here at all. Get mild now. It's been cold the last few months. I oh, actually, do you know what? I, I had to drive to Ross Laird on Tuesday morning. Um, so I, I was up early. Um, it was fucking minus six, but Oof. obviously we lost Fairy House today. But it's it's mm. it's the get milder. It's the get yeah, milder. Right. Looking out the window there. That's down. Yeah, thanks very much, lads. Thanks for joining me. Um, keep an eye out for Monday next week when we release the anti-post Cheltenham videos. They'll be a good crack. Um, and thanks very much, boys, for joining me tonight. Andy, Dexty, pleasure as always, buddies. Take care. Thank you. Thanks to everybody who's joined us tonight. Um, great comments in the chat. <laughs> We've enjoyed reading the chat tonight. It's been interesting. Yeah, it's been um, fun. Yeah, Tommy Hugan, the head off, lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a really interesting <laughs> chat tonight. So, Machiavellian there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much to everybody who's joined us tonight. And uh, hopefully you have a good weekend wherever if you're going racing this weekend or if you're not. Um enjoy yourselves and we'll see you all again next Thursday and keep out for the eye out for those videos on Monday as well. Don't forget to subscribe down below. Yeah, fucking start subscribing to YouTube. We need this oh, shit. Yeah. If you want us to fucking turn up here every week out of the fucking goodness of our heart to talk to each other. Andy's gone, is he? He's gone, Andy. And, like, we don't just talk about good racing. We talk about shit racing as well. We just love racing. But you need to start subscribing to that YouTube channel. Give us a like. Give us a follow. All the social medias. We're turning up here. What is it now? Fucking 11 o'clock. It's so late yeah, and he's gone to bed. And yeah, we're yeah. still here drinking wine and talking to you. I don't even <laughs> like wine. I don't even like it. And I have Bollocks. to drink it. For you Bollocks. boys. So start fucking giving us... Start subscribing. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Good luck. Declan has said it. I always, it's nice that Declan to throw it. Even Never mind, Declan. We'll do this ourselves. Anyway, <laughs> good night, Declan. And we'll see right, you. Thank you very much, lads. Yeah, Cheers, bye -bye. guys. See you later. Bye -bye.